0: Hello, 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 and welcome to West Franklin Talks. My name is Dave Cruz. We want to say thanks for joining us for another episode today. I am joined by the one and only Matt Pearson. Good morning, Dave. Matt, it is good to see your mug today. (laughs) (laughs) The
1: feeling's mutual. You you sound a little chipper in your voice. It's more chipper than it was 30 seconds ago when
0: we were... I hit the magic play button. You did. And, and just uh, light up like a Christmas tree. Away spray. we go. The uh, the stage presence comes out yeah. of me. Yeah. So I have to take a second here. Something is going on. And this thing, oh, that's what the problem is. This thing. we had to start over? Or no. Okay. No, I'll good. fix it in editing. But, Excellent. Um yeah. Because uh, you're the editor now because yes. we don't have an administrative assistant. We do not. Uh-uh. We do not. We have a we have a lot of openings right now. Um and your microphone's falling. It, that's, it is. That's I'm, quite humorous. I was
1: just about to say I'm gonna try to keep the editing to a minimum so yeah, you don't you have know. to spend a lot of time on it.
0: There's there's a magic little button I push and it takes care of it. Yeah. On that problem at least. Anyway, yeah. they don't care about this. Let's get to it. Uh it is coming quickly to yeah. August.
1: Yeah, it is. Like the the day this airs will be tomorrow. <laughs>
0: The (laughs) twentieth. July the (laughs) twentieth. That was good. That was some uh, great, great logic right there.
1: It's like the restaurants you go to, it says free beer
0: tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, I don't go to that restaurant. Which <laughs> restaurant are you going to? Can't say. McDonald's. Yeah, all right, there yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's several things coming up that we need you all to know about. These are in no order of importance. They're just kind of what's on my calendar and what is right up on my screen. So the first thing to let you all know about is we have Grief Share com- coming back. Matt, Twitter version, what is Grief Share? Grief
1: Share is a community of, of men and women who have lost loved ones that um, share experiences together and get counsel, wisdom from each other and from a leader. Yeah. Um, from what I hear, I've never never gone through the program, um, but from what I hear, it's an incredible ministry of those who've lost loved ones.
0: My mom's been through it. She loved it, said it was a great thing. It's being led by Diana Marshall and Steve Kennedy. Mm-hmm. and you Both can- of whom have uh, lost spouses? Yes.
1: And uh both still, have great hearts. Oh my goodness, just love Jesus and love people and want to help people.
0: Yeah, so unless my calendar is lying to me, which I don't think it is. It starts August the 5th. If you're interested in more details, go to westfranklinchurch.com, go to our calendar, go to August, um just scroll down a little yeah, bit. That's what it's, I did on my. Like, Thursday night. Yeah, and and the details are there. You can register through that and all of that. So that's that's coming up starting August the 5th. The next thing coming up, Matt, promotion Sunday. Yeah,
1: that's August the 8th. Eight. August yes. the 8th, promotion Sunday. And what that basically means is
0: we're back at it.
1: <laughs> we're kicking off another year, uh, kind of like the school year, if you will. And uh, the reason we call it promotion Sundays is because we promote all the children up. Yes. So talk about why it's important this year that everybody register.
0: Well, you guys don't know a lot of what we do behind the scenes, but part of what we do is we track a lot of numbers and we have to get classes set up and and just kind of make sure that, hey, we know what's happening. And so one of the things that we've realized um, coming back from COVID and everything is our roles are a little bloated in the uh, next-gen areas. Yeah. So we're basically zero-basing our roles for all of our preschool children and student ministries, and we're asking parents to register their children for the correct grade. So, how do you do that? Well, you go to com backslash register and it'll take you right to the page. And so, we're asking that you fill out one page per child. So, Matt, you have three kids. You'd need to do this three times. You mean I have to do this? Yes, everybody has to do this. Even I have to do this with my special needs kid. Gosh. So so here's the thing. We, we're asking you to do this, one, to help us get our roles under control. I can't tell you how many pages yeah, no. of paper we're printing a week and throwing away with yeah, nothing yeah. marked on the, them.
1: The FBI couldn't find half them.
0: Uh, maybe, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then, two, it just helps us have a better sense of what to expect. Uh, come on the 8th. And so, you know, we use this to help us judge how many rooms do we need, how many leaders do we need to go recruit, all of that fun stuff. So, Snacks? Uh, n- no. Oh, never mind. Sorry, why are you bringing up that ugly word? Sorry. Golly, we brought back coffee. Why don't you go back to and have... be the pastor, okay? Yeah, Quit I trying will. to run the I children's you ministry. You know what? I'll, I'll, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. So, um... <laughs> So it's good. It's good, but yeah. So if you could do that for us, uh, we promote on the eighth. Registration is open now. Uh, if you forget about it and you're walking down the hallways uh, at our on our campus, there's posters with QR codes that you can scan, and it takes you right to the page. That's big. We would love for you to do this. If you forget and you show up on the 8th, we're not going to turn you away, though. You're just going to have to stand awkwardly in the hallway and register your child. Hey! So save yourself some time and save yourself some uh, hassles of that kid going, Mom, I want to go. Mom, come on. Hurry up. Dad, that's what's great, taking so long? That's great. I'm, I'm mimicking your kids. Right. So, you got it. Yeah, you got nailed it. Pretty pretty close. It, yeah. I may need to be a little more whiny for one of them. Yes. I'll let you pick which one. <laughs> so Yes. <laughs> All right. Last thing coming up, Matt. I, this is new for us. A new here lunch. Yes, super August, excited about that. August the twenty second. Yes,
1: we're after, gonna we're gonna try it. Yeah, um, it's it's going to precede our new member classes, yes. discover, and the hopes of us getting to know new people, them getting to know us, uh, starting uh, giving a l- brief intro to our church to Brentwood, mm-hmm. which we normally do in Discover Us, but right. uh, gonna gonna leave more time in the Discover Us portion for more discovery. yes, And and uh, just a, a low-key, laid-back, uh, if you're new here and want to know a little bit more about the life of the church, come have lunch on us.
0: Yes, and so there's no registration required. This is going to be August the 22nd, Sunday the 22nd, immediately following the second service. So somewhere around 1130, 1145. Where? First, uh simple. We got. I thought I got to figure out. No, probably gonna be in the student room, just because fellowship hall will be set up for uh, for groups, Mm -hmm. and so probably be in the student room. Um, Don't know what we're having for lunch yet. It'll be better than pizza, but not as good as steak, and um, (laughs) I can I can promise that. (laughs) That So
1: that is a wide swath.
0: leaves me a lot of wiggle room yeah, it so does. it's gonna be great so again no registration for this but if you're new to west franklin and are like yeah i'd like to know a little more uh, all of our staff's going to be there you can hang out with them maybe some spouses are going to show up we're hoping the spouses will show up because it's free food um and so yeah we don't know if we'll have one person or 20 people but either way when you say excited. new what do you mean uh maybe new to our community within the last six months year you you're 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 new since COVID. You're new since COVID. You're not a member. You're checking us out. You're thinking, maybe I'm ready to to take the next step. Um, And not that this is a step of membership, but it definitely lets you hear more from the heart of our pastor, meet some of our staff, hear more about what the the purpose and the mission and vision of our campuses are uh, and what Brentwood's about. Mm -hmm. And so we don't dive deep into the history. We don't dive deep into um, our theology. It's more just, hey, here, here's the bunch of goofballs that are on the ministerial staff that try to figure out how to love and minister to you well. Um, some days we do better than others. So, <laughs> you know, I'm full of full of it today, aren't yeah, I? Yeah, you're so on it. I'm on it. It's yeah, uh, Monday, yeah. and, uh, yeah, it's sunny outside after a couple hours of rain. I know. Life I walked good. in
1: the rain this morning.
0: Oh, look at you. I did. Did you melt?
1: This, no. No. Okay. This bab just got sprinkled.
0: Well, you know, there's still hope for you.
1: Yeah, there so, is. There all is.
0: right, let's uh, let's jump to it. It's a Tuesday episode, which means we're exploring yesterday's or past Sunday's sermon, which was Jonah three.
1: Yes, Jonah chapter three. It's part of the reason we're kind of on it today because we're tired.
0: Yeah, sure. Yesterday was crazy a,
1: a day. Crazy day. Very emotional day for me. Yeah, you cried yeah. like a little girl
0: I up did, in that baptistry.
1: <laughs> I was great until Bertie got in that pool and waterworks.
0: I had a feeling it was coming. Yeah, and. Yeah. I almost yelled from the back row. Suck it up, Pearson. <laughs> Suck it up. You could have.
1: And then I looked down at my family, and they're crying. Yeah, it was just it was just one big snot fest. But, and I can't cry. I take medicine.
0: I know. Yeah. <laughs> and there I was, just crying. You were just splashing that water yeah, up on your yeah, face to give the was. appearance. That's what it was.
1: So. Got a couple people that were watching online that sent me a text that said it must have been a bad connection because it looked like you were kind of choking up there a little bit. Must
0: have been some onions in that yeah, water. Or yeah, something. It must have been.
1: So it was a great day. Uh, The first service we showed Stephanie Spencer's baptism. Yes. And then uh, the video that the comms team at Brentwood put together for her. Right. Showed that in both services. And then the second service got to baptize my daughter, which is an incredible, incredible uh, Mm -hmm. opportunity. One of the reasons I wanted to show the video of Stephanie was because there's a part in that where she – this isn't a direct quote, but she makes this statement. I read from Psalm 23 – And the word exploded in my heart okay again that's my that's my rendition of what she said the point being the word did the work yeah and in jonah chapter three it's exactly what what happens um this whole series dave as you well know has been hopefully a build-up to august 8th a build-up to getting getting back to normal yes I'm hoping and praying the delta variant doesn't take over. Uh
0: what is normal now? Let's know. not even go yeah, there. Well,
1: no, I should say normal in quotes. Yes. Whatever
0: that is. Which you can't see on a podcast, uh, but that's good.
1: <laughs> but I, I long for us to hit the ground running yep. uh, as uh, this is a non-normal new body of believers here yeah. whom whom God has assembled. And Did you say non-normal?
0: Yeah. Uh, that would imply that we've been normal at some point.
1: Okay. A new normal. A new normal.
0: Okay. Can I say it that way? I, I'm just, just trying to make sure I understand what you're saying. A new
1: normal body of believers. Okay. New body of believers whom God has put together. And I believe there's some things in our psyche, yeah. in our soul, in our mind, in our subconscious that doesn't propel us to engage the whole person with the whole gospel of Jesus Christ anywhere, anytime, with anybody. Sure. I believe there are several things we're not convinced of. One we're not convinced that our obedience matters. Jesus gave us one command before he ascended, make disciples, be my witnesses. And I wonder if we're convinced, if we if we really think that obedience doesn't matter. Jonah would say, yes, it does. That was Jonah chapter one. Jonah two, I'm not convinced that the Lord can really save people. Jonah came to the conclusion, yes, he can. We saw that. This week, I wanted to take that a step further to say, okay, I wonder if sometimes we're convinced that people can't really change.
0: Mm.
1: Um, and if you're like me, you've grown up hearing you need to share the gospel. I've shared the gospel, hope to share the gospel a lot more, but there have been more times than not when people don't fall down and repent. Sure, um, I want to change myself, and I can't. I want to change my spouse, and I can't. I want to change my children, and I can't. I want to change Dave Cruz. And
0: I can't. All you gotta do is talk to me, man. <laughs> I'll listen.
1: And so, um, I, I, I think one of the reasons we don't engage is because we have tried and failed. Mm. And the reason we try and fail, if you're like me, Dave, is we think we have to be the ones doing the work.
0: Right. Right.
1: Now, let me make crystal clear. I do think there are some changes we can make. Changes in our diet. Changes in our habits. Changes in our mind. I get that. What I'm referring to mainly is a change of the heart. Okay. And so whether that's salvation or whether that's disobedience or whether, you know, change of the heart. So that's what I'm talking about primarily. And I hoped to take the pressure off of us to say, it's not our job to fix a heart. It's not our job to change a heart. That's God's job. Which led me to then say, I wonder if another reason we're not convinced that people can really change is because we've devalued the word, Mm. devalued the power of the word. Yeah. God told Jonah to go to Nineveh the second time he went. God said, here's what I want you to say. Jonah told Nineveh exactly what God said, to do, and the whole city repented. Sure. The top takeaway there, there's power in the word of God. Yes. And so, Dave, I, I presented this to the congregation. I wonder if we don't give people the opportunity to be confronted with the word. Maybe we don't think there's power in it. Maybe we don't think there's power in the gospel. Maybe we don't think there's hope in it. And we have forgotten that we'd say there is. Right. But when it comes to daily conversations with those that we know are lost or in searching, are we giving them opportunity to be confronted with what God says, lovingly confronted with what God says?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get that. Now this is uh, yesterday. Sunday was crazy. Did not get in to hear the sermon. Yeah. So I may be, that's why I'm
1: giving you all three points. Too.
0: Well, I appreciate that. I may be, I may be asking a question that you did address and I just mm-hmm. didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, usually I listen to the po- the sermon on my way in if I miss it and, that didn't happen today. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, here's my here's my thought. As you say all that, though, could it could it also be maybe somewhere where Jonah knows that there's power, and he doesn't love the people enough to want but them to that, have the we're power? Getting into chapter oh, four. Guys, okay, sorry, yes. sorry, I'll, I'll yes. stop. I'll stop. I just sit there and go. Yeah, it, it may not. I. That's where I just kind of go. It's not the. For some people, I think it's not, I don't think there's power in the Word. It's, I know there's power in the Word, and I don't want you to experience that. That's a
1: that's a tremendous point.
0: And we'll get there next week. Yes, it is.
1: And it could be, I know there's power in the Word, and if I say this, you may not like me.
0: Right. Well, there's, And maybe there's a reason. Yeah. I think there's lots of reasons. I mean, right. I could look, and I'm just using you. Mm-hmm. I could look at you and go, yes, I want you to know Jesus Christ, but I could look at the person next to you and go, yeah, I don't like you as much. Right. I don't want you to know Jesus. Right. And that's, so And
1: That's more next week's sermon. And
0: that's oh. awful. Yeah, it is. Man, I'm jumping ahead a week. Sorry. No, it's okay.
1: It's okay. Um, as I started chewing on it for an hour or so this morning, I don't know if I want to preach chapter 4.
0: Okay, well, I'll get up there if you need me to. Yeah, well, so, I'm giving you the following. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. So, um,
1: um, anyway, I I did say this before I moved on to the last point I wanted to make yesterday, and that is don't wait until your motives are pure. Yeah. Because obviously we see next week in Jonah 4 that Jonah's motives were not no, pure, Yeah, hated the Ninevites, yet God used him. I hear a lot of people say to me, Dave, I just don't know if my heart's right yet. I just don't sure. know if I've got my life in order yet. You don't have to for God
0: to use you. Can we go back to that power of God's word for a 50 seconds Wherever still? you want to go, host. Well, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. I guess I'm just sitting here going, usually you talk about what you've experienced.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We, we've we made the, the analogy before, man, if there's a good steak somewhere, we talk about that. For me, it's a good bacon cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you where to go find mm-hmm. that. Uh, you, you go to a ball game. Man, that experience was amazing. For me, it was going to WWE live tapings of Raw. Unbelievable. <laughs> You've been? Oh, yeah, multiple times. It's amazing. <laughs> um,
1: a grandparent showing off pictures of a grandparent.
0: Uh, yeah, when we experience that, mm-hmm. I think so many of us, and I'm not questioning people's salvation, though it, I might be. I don't know. I think so many of us have what they would call mundane salvations, There was no magic moment, there was no fireworks, there was no burning bushes. I mean, it just kind of is a, yeah, one of those things. Now, maybe it's because it's a cultural response down here in the South, Mm -hmm. but I wonder if that's part of it too, because a lot of salvations are simply mundane. They haven't really embraced and understood who God really is and what He has really done.
1: Well, Dave, you've opened up a can of worms that could. I like worms. Last a, a
0: little ketchup, mustard, maybe mm-hmm. some soy sauce. That could last a long time. Yeah. Um. I mean, we got about another six minutes. Okay. I, I, <laughs> so. Yes, I think that's true. But. So here's my question for okay, you. Okay. Thank you. If that's reality, mm-hmm. if people have not experienced that the power mm-hmm. because of mundaneness, obviously we can't go manufacture uh moments with god right. uh-huh. how do we how do people come to understand that then i mean I, and and I, I have a feeling I know where your answer is gonna go, but how do how, I'm mundane, Joe. I've had a mundane existence, a mundane relationship with God. I know I'm saved, but why would I want to go tell people about mundane?
1: How would you know you're saved?
0: Because I have faith and I've confessed it and I believe it. But there's been no, holy moly, look at what this has done to my life. Other than salvation. But even that seems there's no wow factor which is what culture seems to be looking for now, that wow factor. How do we how do we go about giving how do people go about discovering the wow factor of God? I guess is what I'm trying to ask in a really long way.
1: <laughs> There's just so much I want to say. I, I, know. Don't, I don't I don't know where to start. I we'll might go a little longer today. I don't, it's okay. I don't I don't know if you can truly understand salvation until you understand Begin to understand, I don't know if we'll fully understand the side of heaven, Begin to understand your sinfulness and his his holiness. Mundane right. Joe is just as much as a sinner and far away from God as the pagan in Africa. Sure. Um, mundane Joe may not have had a burning bush experience like Moses did or a Damascus Road experience like Paul did, but the Spirit did something. Right. And so, I, I think I think where you're going with that is maybe we don't see there's power in the word because we've never experienced the power. Then perhaps perhaps one of the things we need to understand is if you are a born if you are following Jesus, that in and of itself is power. Yeah. Um, I do think we must we do fall into the culture's trap of thinking we have to it has to be beautiful. I had yeah. a conversation with a guy last night looking for something else to to do for God. Sure. Which is fine, but if we're not careful, we can be um, adrenaline junkies, mm. like I got to do something crazy for God next, right. I got to do something again, which if I'm understanding most of the Christian life is God right there in the mundane.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely.
1: So I don't know if I'm answering your question or helping you or not. You are. Um, that We have to trust whether or not we feel it or not. If I waited till I felt it, I'd never one go to the pulpit or... Have a conversation with somebody about Jesus, whether we feel it or not we have to believe that there's power in God's word
0: yeah I agree with you on that and, and i'm not, not I'm not yeah. trying to debate is there power yeah, 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 I just yeah. oh, I, I I'm trying to put myself in the the mindset of someone who's just like yeah I just don't think I have anything to share because mm. I haven't had that mm. oh wow moment mm. with god
1: i'm glad I'm glad you said that because there's a lot of people myself included i mean i wasn't I used to wish I had a great testimony sure you know or one of those Fantastical right. testimonies. Um, just because you haven't had a wow experience doesn't mean there's not power in God's word. Right. And watch what God does. Uh, ask God to speak to you powerfully uh, as you read it.
0: Bingo. That's one of the things uh, I was thinking and then, about.
1: And then share what God showed you.
0: Yeah, and, and even within that, I think it's uh, I think it's even God show us yourself, mm-hmm. and that's a dangerous thing to ask for. <laughs> Yeah, he might do it. Well, and but but Moses asked, and he's like, oh, "You can't see me. You can't see me." But yeah. I think about like Elijah, mm-hmm. who who God said, "Okay, hey, you come here," mm-hmm. and took him through you know the firestorm and the mm-hmm. the what was it? The tornado and the earthquake, and then God showed up in A still small voice. A still small voice. Yeah. I, a breeze basically. Yeah. yeah. After everything, <sighs> it was just a yeah. And it was like, oh, yeah, didn't have to be some good crazy super powerful thing for God to be in it. It was simply things that were kind of mundane. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. All that out of Jonah three. Kind of. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I haven't even talked about how God responded to the Ninevites yet.
0: Well, let's talk about it.
1: Yeah. Well, the very last thing I wanted to uh, I said yesterday, or the third point, if you will, that we avoid repentance. Yeah. And the Ninevites, obviously, I, I made this statement. It The Ninevites could not be changed until they realized they couldn't change. Mm the Ninevites were not changed until they realized they couldn't change. And what I meant when I said that was until they looked outside themselves for help, they couldn't be changed. They got to the end of themselves, cried out to God, incredible display of repentance is, is right. found in Jonah 3, and then um, and that's a recipe for God to show up. Yeah, And so how we can end this podcast is an interesting theological question. Uh-oh. In Jonah chapter 3, verse 10... Uh, Jonah writes that God relented. Yes. God said he was going to destroy Nineveh, and God decided not to. Right. He didn't send the destruction that Jonah said would come. So my question to you, Dave, is can God change his mind? Did God change his mind? Was God like, oh, I didn't know they were going to do that, so I better not punish
0: them. So you and I, uh, oh, geez, was it about a year ago? This kind of question came was up. was it on the podcast? no it wasn't on the podcast okay. it was in the office we were gonna take it to the podcast okay and I think I ticked you off a little bit and oh, we yeah, decided you did. not yeah. to yeah. even though because I was just playing devil's advocate devil, I was poking the bear mm-hmm. so <laughs> <laughs> so you, you know I you asked me this the other day as we were walking out too mm-hmm. um, and here's here's what I told you then and I've had a little more time to reflect on it since then I think from a human understanding. It appears that God changes his mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, Moses begged God and said, do not kill the Israelites, and God relented. Mm-hmm. Well, he was going to. Moses' Moses's intercession changed God's mind. No, no, no. It didn't change God's mind. God's the same today, yesterday, today, and forever. You know, He's, he's consistent mm-hmm. in that. I do believe, though, in this moment, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm shooting from the hip here now, Matt. Okay. God offers salvation, and that salvation is based upon repentance. And He sent Jonah to tell them, "Repent, or judgment is coming." Cause and cause and effect, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, they they did what God said, mm-hmm. and therefore the consequence was withheld. Mm-hmm. So, did God change His mind? No. God went in knowing exactly what was going to happen. They're either going to repent. And they're gonna be restored to me, or they're not, and I'm gonna burn them to the ground. Mm-hmm. So did God change His mind? No, He went in knowing exactly what the two options were in my mind. You correct me if I'm wrong.
1: I don't think you're wrong. Okay, I think the first thing you said was you hit the nail on the head when, from a human perspective, um, and the the authors of the Bible are humans, and of course God told them what to write, but mm-hmm. they they wrote it, and from from Earth's perspective. It appears God changed his mind. Mm-hmm. We are not like God. No, not even close. We can't understand the mind of God. I tried to look it up before the podcast started. I'm sorry. It's in 1 Samuel somewhere. I want to say chapter 15. I just I couldn't find it. But there's a verse in 1 Samuel. God does not repent like a man. Right. And the point is, we can't understand the ways of God. It appears that he changed it. We pray. But we always pray, thy will be done. Right. We beg God, knowing that he hears us. And from our perspective, it may look like he changed course. Right. But in the infinite, glorious, all powerful, big mind of God, he knew all along. Will we ever grasp that? Lord, I hope not.
0: Let's make it even more wormy. Yeah. He not only knew all along, he sanctioned it Mm. all along. That's my head exploding. Yeah, I mean, there's so much that could be said there, which we do not have time for. But anytime we start to think, man, I've got a handle on God, we need to realize, yeah, we're not even close to having a handle on God.
1: I've shared throughout the um, series that Tim Keller's book, rediscovering Jonah has mm-hmm. been, been helpful in right. the study. And I was listening to the, his comments on chapter four this morning and he said in, in passing, he said in the mind and heart of God, the universe is a piece of Lent and we are a tiny piece of Lent on that piece of Lent. Yeah.
0: yeah. Nothing and like that to make you feel insignificant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so.
1: So, well, it, insignificant and small, but the bigness of God. Yeah. Uh, to your point, we will never grasp. It's okay that God's mysterious.
0: Well, the finite can't understand the infinite. Correct, and so my thoughts are not
1: your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. Bingo. So, from the human perspective, it appears God is changing; is mine. From God's perspective,
0: He never changes. Yeah. So, so let me give you something that you can wrap your minds around, Matt. It's the end of another no. episode of West Franklin Talks.
1: Man, I was just getting fired up. I
0: know, that's why I'm wrapping it up. I'm to go so, get another
1: cup of coffee. Woo! Well, Theolo- you, theology Talks. You
0: I, well, we're probably going to be doing some of that this oh, coming semester. Bring up, some, bring up some hot stuff. Yeah, maybe. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. But listen, we want to say thanks for joining us today. We will be back Friday with another interview from VBS Week. We look forward to it. I believe it is Brittany Stringfield. Brittany, looking shout at out Brittany! So you be good in the meantime, and we will see you back here in the near future.